This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Bedford, New Hampshire, I'm Lakshmi Singh. New Hampshire voters are deciding the outcome of a high-stakes contest between former President Donald Trump and his one-time U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Many people waited until the final week, hearing candidates' final pitches before heading to polling sites across more than 200 towns and cities in New Hampshire. We're told Haley and her supporter, Governor Sununu, visited this particular polling location, a high school and middle school gymnasium, this morning. NPR's Frank Ordonez reports this GOP race could be a referendum on the future of the Republican Party. Phil Parker is voting for Trump. The former navigator in the Coast Guard says Trump connects with voters like him in a way that no other politician has before. You know, I was a pretty stagnant uh, Republican, uh, but ever since Donald Trump started running in 2015, I think his message is revealing to who the party is. It's a message that will likely reveal much more later today as voters weigh in on the future of the Republican Party, a vote Trump campaign senior advisor Jason Miller is already confident about. The Republican Party is President Trump's party as he's unifying the the base behind him. New Hampshire's Secretary of State predicts record turnout. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. As of Sunday, Julie Braley, a mother in her mid-40s, was still unsure whether she would back Haley. She was making up her mind at a Haley rally where she was asked what she thought about the endorsements Trump picked up from former rivals, who dropped out of the race for the GOP nomination. To be honest, I, I see them all trying to vie for, you know, the VP nod, and it gives me hope that maybe some of their followers will go towards Nikki Haley or someone else that can influence change and maybe um, not have Trump be the final candidate there. Julie Braley is a registered Republican. Election workers in the state say they're gearing up for what could be a late-night counting ballots. Large number of write-ins are expected on the Democratic side after President Joe Biden declined to appear on the ballot. NPR's Jung Yoon Han has more. Scott Hussey is an election official for Ward 1 in Keene, New Hampshire, which has a large number of college students. He says the city brought on around 200 new volunteers to help with this year's primary. The city and a lot of the election workers did a really good job of going out to the community, talking to their neighbors, and trying to get more volunteers to come in and help us. Along with the expected write-in ballots, Hussey says the city debuted new electronic poll pads to check voters in. New Hampshire Secretary of State David Scanlon told NPR ahead of today's primary that he's confident the results will be in by tonight. Jung Yoon Han, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. This is NPR. The U.S. has launched airstrikes in Iraq against Iranian-backed militia groups. This comes after the militias recently fired rockets and missiles against U.S. forces in the country. NPR's Tom Bowman has the latest. The Pentagon says the airstrikes hit three facilities used by Qatab Hezbollah and other Iranian proxies who have launched more than 140 attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria in recent months. The latest attacks during the weekend and also today hit Al-Assad Air Base west of Baghdad and slightly wounded at least two U.S. service members. 
These U.S. airstrikes will likely once again spur an outcry from the Iraqi government, with some lawmakers pushing for U.S. troops to leave. More than 2,000 American troops are there to work with the Iraqis and target the remnants of the Islamic State. Tom Bowman, NPR News. Oscar nominations have been announced, and Oppenheimer leads the way. The film about the World War II race to build the first atomic bomb landed 13 nominations, including Best Picture. The gothic comedy Poor Things, the Barbie movie, the Leonard Bernstein biopic Maestro, and Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon are among the other Best Picture nominees. Netflix says it recorded its third consecutive quarter of accelerating subscriber growth. The company says it added more than 13 million subscribers in the final three months of 2023 for its largest fourth quarter spike ever. Netflix says it now has more than 260 million subscribers. I'm Lakshmi Singh, NPR News.